In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Everybody, and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast. Hello, defenders. Hello, newcomers. We're so excited to bring you this every week. I, my name is Sean Donnelly. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined here by the half Irish, half Italian, Andy Andrew, in quotation marks, <laughs> Fiore. Everybody, nice to be back with you, Shawnee. Good to see you. We haven't, you know, we it's, we're really getting lax on these things, and not even lax. There's, there's outside. There's outside occurrences that are happening that are keeping us from feel doing like a them. Broken record at this point. But we bear with us. We promise, folks, it's not us. Uh, for today, we're so excited to have a buddy, a pal, as a guest today. He's gonna uh, he's gonna help us out on today's topic. Super funny comic. You know him from the Are You Garbage podcast, Kevin Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks, thanks for having me. Love this that idea a, for a podcast too. The Are You Garbage. Yeah, I, I, tell you, I feel like it's taking it. off very quickly. Is it not? It's still, I mean, it's only been out like two days, honestly. Yeah, I think we, we already have reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to do it. I saw the yeah, comment. I'm like, oh, I did it we'll today. Have you, we'll have you for sure. He just did it. It's, uh, yeah. So, for the, yeah, it's just a quick. Well, tell people, before we start, tell yeah. people what it is. Um, It's a new podcast. Well, this is how we do it. Plugs before. Plugs, oh, plugs before. Pre-plug. That's what we should have done with you. Now I feel bad. Pre-plug. Uh, pre-plug. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to flip it on your ass. Beep I'm going to pre-plug your pre-plug, ass. Pre-plug, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's me and another comedian, H. Foley, and we kind of, we're garbage. We're both from Philly, and we try to, uh, we like people and things that are garbage, you know? Sure. So it's like a lot of we ask you questions. We ask you like twenty questions. We go through like, have you you know, have you ever worn Jenko jeans? You know, did Check. you did you have a slip and slide when you grew up? You know, just like Check number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of like shitty, trashy, white trashy I love type that so much. suburban. It's really upbringing. fun to do. It's one of those things where you ever uh, see like uh, add up a point if you've ever done this in your entire life. Been arrested. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grown up in a you know something exactly. like that. And but it's way, it's so much fun to do. Was through the roof. <laughs> Well, I yeah. think I think H Foley was betting that I might not be trash, and then by like three minutes into it, he's like, "Oh, I'm so screwed. I'm so." Uh, anyway, so thank you for doing our podcast. I'm, I'm so happy. As to be you here. you know the premise of our podcast. Mm-hmm. So this week we're gonna do uh, a little bit different. We've been talking about doing it for a while, but before we get to that, uh, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I uh, watched. One thing. This I watched week. a couple of things, yeah. Um, I'll start. Mine was uh, the movie with uh, Ben Schwartz uh, and oh, Billy Crystal. Okay. Standing, I love Ben Schwartz. Standing Up, Falling Down. How was it? Not bad. Really? It was a fun, nice watch. That being said, whenever there's a movie about stand up comedy, you know, we, uh, as comics, yes, you're always going to get very, a very harsh judgment. Yes. Um, That's what I was asking. That's why I was And the comedy scenes. I couldn't watch. I actually fast-forwarded through them, just not because they were bad or anything. I don't know. I just can't watch it. Too cringeworthy. It's just cringes me. It's anybody Move. trying to write comedy it's kind t- of It's so tough. Way. Yeah. It's so tough. So I uh, liked the movie outside of that. He 
is basically a failed stand-up comic who moves back home to Long Island from Los Angeles, and he Ben Schwartz's Ben Schwartz's, and he forms this relationship uh, with an alcoholic um, dermatologist who's played by Billy Crystal. They are great together. The movie's very sweet. Uh, I would I do recommend it. I think aside from the stand-up really? comedy, which is a, only plays a really very small part of it. Other than that, it's basically about their relationship. That's... So it's a good watch because if you're not a com- if you're not a comic, you no you'll, idea. you'll like it a lot. But it's a really what, good then? relationship story. Here's my question then: Why have him be a stand-up then? Like because it's so played out at this point, they never get it right. They right. never get the but feeling of it right. But nobody knows that they don't get it right. Like the ad John Q movie watcher doesn't know that they're missing. Well, As comedians, we know. Like the f- funny people didn't get it right. Has like, anybody gotten it right? Do you feel? Uh, scripted wise, punchline. Besides them having their own so locker long. room, the lockers, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> besides that, they get the anxiety involved in it, and like, like uh, the, the whole idea of like the Tom Hanks audition thing. Like, that's a real. That's all a real narrative in comedy, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, the big audition at the comedy club. You yeah, better yeah. do your best, and you know, there's, t- there's, they had talent scouts for the show. That's the thing that happens. Sure, and. Him being an adult child and not being a real grown up and dealing with that, like that, like even though it had a corny 80s vibe, I think Punchline d- d- pulls out the stand up as well yeah. as possible. Because yeah. even showing all the different types of acts, mm-hmm. like they had, and it was it was so 80s, but it showed like a wide array. Had like that, like, that guy, Angel, what's his name? Salazar. And Sa- Salazar. I'm working with him this weekend, actually. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, Where? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rockwell's and. Check it uh, out, check baby. Out. I've never met him. I'm like, he's like a, you know, he's a comedy legend, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, you in can say so that. Many, I'm sure. Not, yeah, I'm, no, I'm saying, kidding. You know, no, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's in Punchline. Like I grew up watching him. I think I would see him do all the shows when I was a kid. In yeah, the he's 80s in what's He's in a uh, Scarface, isn't he? Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he has people show through his shows because of Scarface. I think so too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's how like, diehard okay. people are with Scarface. But anyway, my question about that movie is like, okay, so say he was a comedy writer that moves back, isn't that a little bit more dignified? For the movie, or am I am I talking? I never seen the movie, so I shouldn't uh, talk. But. Yeah, it would be a little more dignified, but uh, I don't think that plot point really matters too much to the larger film. Mm-hmm. It's really a yeah. minor subplot, and it's it's just a vehicle for him to move back home because he failed at this certain thing, and then it opens up into the bigger story. There is an actual stand-up comic in it, uh, our pal uh, Leonard Dutz. Ah, is he? Uh, oh, is Leonard there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he play a comedian? And I guess Billy Crystal is pretty He bonafide. must play a comedian. <laughs> or he plays the sassy he bouncer. He plays the, uh, he plays <laughs> the sassy townie who never uh, moved out of their hometown. Uh, oh, okay, okay. He's, he's a pretty good actor. He's a good actor. Very, very Long Island. Um, ben Schwartz is great. I really like him as an actor. He, I've had him on my XM show. He was really cool. And he's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, so, and Billy Crystal's really good in it too. It's, he doesn't. I love Billy doesn't Crystal. Overdo his Billy Crystalness. Yeah, he can. Um, decent supporting cast as well. Uh, Grace Gummer, whatever Melrose Streep's daughter's name is. Um, oh, I don't know. She's really good in it, and uh, it's a, a, a fun movie. If you, I watched it on a Saturday afternoon. Hour and a half, in and out, done. Worth checking out. Give yeah. it a whirl. Uh, you watched you I watched a couple. I rewatched Thor Ragnarok. Oh, re- oh, we're doing rewatches now? 
What do you mean? I thought we were, this segment was just brand new stuff. No. Oh, you right. talked about rewatching stuff before on this, this, this section no. of the podcast. All right. Point he the keeps finger changing right the rules. He's trying to do the old flip-flop. I do the, pre, the pre-plug on you. He does the, the no rewatch oh, on man. me. That's cool good, for the good, style. good for the gander. They call me the cool breeze. That's my style. <laughs> <laughs> you do Dutch over there. <laughs> well, Dutch does rewatches, so right. fuck you. No, okay. yeah, uh, uh, no, so I rewatched watched Jesus, Ragnarok. I touched Kippy's finger. He reacted like But it was- I, it's kind of related. He's from. Philly, they, yeah. they can't take any kind of male touching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you why I watched it because it was in my head because I watched Jojo Rabbit right before it. Okay, what you same think? director, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. I loved it. I really you did. really loved I it. I thought it was so funny and really well done and a sweet story. And I think it was good. How like, obviously it's going to be quirky. It's uh, yeah. they, what, what, he, Taiki, what, Taiki, he, what Taiki what Taiki what Taiki. Taika, whatever. YTT. Uh, YTT, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought there was a there was a couple of gags in it that I was like, oh, that should have hit the the the, the editing room floor. Yeah. There was a there was one, even the the even the German the actual German Shepherd gag where he was like, I didn't mean actual German Shepherds. Like that's kind of funny, but it's a little bit corny. Right, right. Anyway, right. I, it also it's also harkening back to. I meant I meant cigars, not actual Cubans. You guys are actual Cubans. <laughs> yeah. A little Seinfeld action. Uh, but I thought, here's the thing. I'll say this. Uh, I liked it a lot, and I thought the kid was awesome. And also, Great. the chubby kid. I, oh, no, I want to ad- adopt the chubby. Everybody kid. loved him. Just he's so funny. He's so funny in it. He's great. And he, oh, he's like a little old man. He's so funny. Uh, I will say this though, Rebel Wilson has yet. I, I was actually excited to watch Rebel Wilson in this because I was like, I'm not a Rebel Wilson fan. And no, I don't think she's funny in it. Huh? Did you see it? Did you see Judge Rabbit? I haven't seen it. No, dude, you would think that her role should I have been a really funny role. I thought she was fun. It was a couple of moments at the, the, the scene of her at the end, but maybe maybe it's my judgment of her is clouding my right. my uh, my opinion because because I watched her, I was like, she's not. Uh, she's kind of a one trick pony. This should be yeah. a really funny. It's almost like she Are is you like a, you're not, you like a chubby Ava Braun. It? Like she's supposed to be like a chubby Ava Braun. You what? weren't a fan going into it. Of, no, yeah. I don't think she's funny. I, I'm kinda, I yeah, I'm yeah. How great with Sam Rockwell though. He's, he's awesome. Amazing. And also, you don't see him do stuff like that as much. Like, he does some comedy yeah, here and there. Yeah. But he is awesome. And, and a really heartwarming part, like, for what, you Absolutely. know, how it turned out. And it's also funny to see that part. Because here's the thing, man. It was such a nonsensical fantasy, like, like a, a town at the end of the war. Uh, that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But th- there must have been situations like that where it was like, Absolutely. hey, all hope is done. Like, this thing's almost done. So you probably had – we always think of Nazis as like, Nazis fight for Nazis no matter what, mm-hmm. up until the death. But in actuality, you had some that were just like civil service Nazis. Yeah, just like, yeah, That yeah, were just yeah, like, yeah. Eh, I don't know. to get the check. You yeah, know what exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did. You had, you had a lot – you had German citizens being like, I hope the uh, – the, um, we get liberated. I don't want there to be war in this yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. I don't support the Nazis because of what they're doing that causes war. So, you know, and everybody was just rank and filed under the Nazi rule. I like yeah. uh, I like Watiti's style. Like, I, I like, Me too. I like the coloring that he uses in all of his movies. Yeah. Because Ragnarok, Ragnarok is super great. colorful. Ragnarok is my favorite one of those. Yeah. You know me, I'm not a Marvel, uh, not a Marvel guy, but, guy. But I like Ragnarok a lot. But everything, it's funny because you're dealing with such drab uh, times here. Like, the topic is so is so miserable. But, 
it is a pretty co- it's a colorful movie. Sure. It's, it's, and like that, people don't do that. Like you look at Schindler's List; it was pretty drab except for yeah. the the red coat. That was not on purpose. But like the coloring used in this movie, I thought was great. Uh, and I thought it was directed really well. And and Sam Rockwell was amazing, and the kids were really good. And the girl, the the girl on it is great too. Yeah. So I don't want to ruin it for people, but I think over, overall, I dug it a lot. I, I really did. Kev, did you watch anything this week? Uh, not that not this week. Honestly, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm shameful. The last uh, okay. the last movie I had seen was all the way through. F- new, I believe, was The Irishman. Okay. Oh, I ju- I also just rewatched that. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I it another rewatch. I rewatched it. Yeah, and it's still long. I still it's, it's still, still long. long. <laughs> it's actually the, the I double checked for you. It's still long. It's still long. It's the first. It's it's the last first movie I saw, and also the last rewatch I've seen. I went back and have rewatched it with I think last week. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And, and I, your, I think it's great. I think it's great. Well, I, we we talked about it a bunch on the podcast, yeah. but do you have an issue with the, the length? It is too long. I I, I but, understand that it's too long, but also uh, to me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, it is what it is, and I it's the thing. It's those guys doing the thing I want to see them do. I feel you know. I want to see them in a mob movie. Yeah. Whether how great you know, it's not the greatest, but it is like it's them doing what I you know. But I also th- I want to see the mob movie, but I do think it's way different than. Sure. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. saying, when we first started talking about it, I was like, "Don't expect Goodfellas. It's not good." No, 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 no. It's like if you if you if you mixed up if you if mashed up Kundun and Goodfellas, like you're making an epic Goodfellas that's even double the time. Sure, and sure. Whatever it is, and uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to Kundun. Irishman, what Kundun? I mean, it's uh, that's another that's another I Scorsese movie. Kundun? What Kundun? Kundun. I don't know. I, I I'm questioning it myself. I go, I don't know if. It- I'm all, I'm I'm like eighty five percent sure it's somebody Kundu. call in yeah <laughs> Phone girl. Look at well, who do we got over there but it, all this did was reiterate my opinion that uh, Joe Pesci now in my opinion is the best actor out of all those guys agreed uh, hands down yeah I so, no I totally agree it's with that. so yeah, sad it's such a sad yeah like, De Niro essentially plays a version of himself in. Every movie now, yeah. When and then he's if he's not doing comedy, but even yeah. when he does those comedy, comedy roles, like, it's all, all based. Right, you're doing it's all based that he is the mobster, yeah. right? Yeah. It's all like yeah, you're the, just doing a I could kill you if I wanted to, like you know. But even in this, like if you look at the Pesci character in this, the Russell Buffalino character, it's a sad guy. Like well, the whole, they don't have all, kids, they're all he wanted to have characters. kids, yeah. But he's like extra. It's such a soft spoken, sad guy. Like, mm-hmm. and it's also a departure for Pesci. Like, think about Tommy De Simone, and think about right. you know, like, it's it's one of the quietest roles that you've seen Pesci ever yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, as far as like, you could have a whole movie about just that guy's like, just his family situation is like he seemed like a great marriage, but they couldn't have kids, mm-hmm. and he liked kids, but obviously the kids. Well, that's supposed to be that. She's put off by him because of who he is. Sure. Like she gets who he is, the daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I found that one the most. That part of it was the most interesting part to me, because honestly, I looked up online as far as what the, the Irishman stuff happened, the Frank Sheeran claims, and there's a lot of people. There's some people that say, yeah, it's possible that this all this he could have been sure, the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's it's also moments. There's course, multiple yeah. FBI agents that are like, we looked at him, but we, there's no realistic. Yeah there's, yeah, there's no connection. There's no connection. Yeah. So with that, I can't get that out of my head. So I try to find what I like about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of it that I like. Yeah. I like the story's still good, you know. Uh, Irishman, yeah, I, that's another one that I'd miss. I miss. I find it. I also think of it as after rewatching it, I'm like, oh, it's way more rewatchable than I thought it would be. Mm. I yes. thought I, would, I actually thought yes. I would turn it on and turn it right off. Yeah, and I didn't. I I, I kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Shall we get to the meats and the beets? Let's do it. The meats and the potatoes. All right, sir. Well, this one is a real uh, passion project for me this week, Kevin. <laughs> sure. Because we have been batting this idea around for a little while, and we thought we would do a Defend Your Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Which now, is actually, it's a really great idea. Just to specify a little bit, we're not talking scores. Because I we that could we could have gone on forever. We're not talking like the shine, right. like the orchestral no. John Williams. Obviously, you know, there's sure. Uh, we're talking just soundtracks because I always, I always thought this. I would love to do this job, and I always think it's a very important part of movies is matching a scene with a song. I would, dude. We're it's, so yeah. me and Andy are way too similar. I don't know if we should even do a podcast together yeah. because I, I agree. It's a job. That's like my new dream it job. Would be a dream job for me. Yeah. It's, oh. it's one of those things that I can't wrap my head around. I don't like. I, I don't know how you. I would. I would. I know I wouldn't be good at it. I've, I respect it, but I go like I wouldn't even. Yeah. I think I'd be pretty me. good it's at such it. An I'm art to me. Such a big music fan. I will. I have. For years, kept like playlists in my phone or my old iPod for whatever, and I've just had songs for movies. Like, oh, yeah. wow. If a song would come up, I'll be like, that, that would I be just good. Would think would be I do great... do it in my head. Like, yeah, if I'm yeah, listening yeah. to music and I'm like driving or something, I'm like, oh, this is like, I see myself. I'm like, I oh, mean, this is a scene. I think this, yeah. is, this is B roll or something. You know I, I mean? think like, of songs that could play over credits. I, I'm just wow. nuts with it. You, know, you like, should do a cross check and see how many in your list are actually in movies. I've met a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we thought, uh, with that being said, Defend your soundtrack. We put together uh, our own lists, and uh, I kind of, you know, me, I like a, a, I like to go start from not my f- least favorite, but I like to work up to my favorite. Yeah, work up to my number one. And I got a lot of honorable mentions because I really sat down and wrote some things out. <laughs> I, these are my two favorite things: music and movies. Sure. And so I, uh, I can start with one that's recent that would be like an honorable mention for me. Okay. And we talked about the movie a bunch, so I don't know how much we, sh- how much time we should spend on it. Well, but we could just talk about like the. The movie and then the, like the songs more than anything. Yeah, uh, no, the songs from the movie. That's what yeah. you're saying. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood is a fantastic soundtrack. Yep. Also fits perfectly. And not only that, the like this is actually a. It's not a first. They've done this before. Even in Dirty Dancing, they have Cousin Brucie on the radio as they're pulling up to it. Having the that the 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 the, the DJs and the commercials from that era yeah. mm-hmm. as part of the soundtrack, which is what they do when it's on, on Spotify. The whole thing's there. Oh, really? Yeah, That's and, it's, very and cool. you really it's you a really it. cool experience. It, it creates man. the space. And the reason why it works so well for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is because they're they're driving most of the movie. It's in L.A. It's a love letter to L.A. There's so much driving that you do, and so back in the day, I'm sure there's people that grew up in LA that watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it literally must be like stepping into a like, time yeah, machine, music-wise. Yeah, and there's just a million great songs, and it, it, there's like an early, the, even the uh, the Gambling Rambling Man, the Bob Seger song, mm. so badass, so freaking badass, badass, yeah. bro, BA. good one. That's yeah. So I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Not, I'm not as familiar and, with it yet. I, I watch it twice. Uh, but just like, listen to it on Spotify. It's it's it's. I, I, put it this way There's soundtracks That you're like I like that song And now I like it Even better that's in a soundtrack yeah, yeah. And then there's songs That you like Because it's in a movie right, You ever have right, that right. Yeah. Where you're like I didn't particularly Give a shit about this song before But, but now, now I like now, it Now yeah. I have the, yeah. I have an emotional connection to it because Absolutely of like, Yeah 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 uh, uh, Andrew, would oh, you like to go right. to one of your honorable well, mentions? Uh, and, and it's very different. Honorable mention is very different than his unmentionables, which, which he's also <laughs> yes. wearing right now. Both exactly. are nice. Both are lacy. That made no sense. I'm on bathing suit for underwear. <laughs> need to do laundry. Um, I'll throw this one out there. This is. Um, I'll save my honorable mentions till the end because I want to get to my 
kind of top five or six, okay. but uh, it's Garden State. Oh, that's that's what your that's your fifth. That would be like my yeah. fifth. Yeah, and I'll count down up into up to my favorite. Um, I, a lot of people are torn on the movie itself. Sure, I it's like divisive. it. I haven't it's, seen it in I'm years. I'm from the Garden State. I know a lot of the places they filmed the movie. Zach Braff, you people are wishy washy on him. I've always kind of been a fan. I liked Scrubs. But Love Scrubs. This mo- soundtrack introduced a lot of people to the Shins. Yeah, uh, the song "New Slang" specifically. Yes, which I was almost. You ever get this way when you're mad about something that you knew before the populace? A little bit. Out, yeah, it's like, like the hipster. Oh, mentality. don't make it more popular. Yeah. This is for me. Yeah, I knew yeah, this song yeah, before yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, so, a hipster hippie. Yeah, see over here. A hippieister. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, He's a hippieister. Uh, yeah, but. We all know it's really just fish and dead for me. I am more of like an indie I punk rocker. So I know. these, you'll see a theme in my list. The sh- the shins are great on this. Uh, uh, Carrying is creepy is another shin song they have on there. A uh, great Simon and Garfunkel song, "The Only Living Boy in New York," is such a great song. Yeah, um, they have a really cool version of um, "Such Great Heights," which is a postal service song. Yes, that's done it, by this band, Iron this and Wine. Mo- yeah, 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 yeah. It's like an uh, acoustic song. But and they have a Postal Service song in it as well, don't they? That's the cover. They cover it. But then there's another song that's Postal Service, uh, is it not? Don't remember. But, uh, but did they do both versions in the movie? I don't know. I'm, I think they have Postal Service in the movie. I'm going to say you're wrong. I, uh, <laughs> because I introed... That in, that movie introed Postal Service to me. Wow, what, uh, what an album. I, that first album, I think it... Still might be their only one they ever did. Is so no, I think there's one more. But, but I could be completely wrong about that. Fun, it's and great. great, and it's not even necessarily. It's like more uh, not techno, but like just beat driven. Yeah, and I don't normally love that, but man, I love that top to bottom. Great yeah. album, Postal Service. So yeah, Garden State. And it, I'll tell you uh, what I want to say. My opinion of that, I think that's a great pick, especially for later in your list. And. Uh, it definitely introduced me to a couple of songs. I didn't know who Iron and Wine was before that. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, That's a great awesome. Soundtrack. Like it's always good when you have you know a band because when that movie came out. Well, how old were we? I was I was. Garden State. Yeah, what was year was that? Two thousand and two five ish. No, it was maybe three ish. No, 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 no. It was no, no, had to be before. It was that, before that. I'm gonna say two thousand three. All right, so maybe two thousand three, but. 2003 it, or four. I it introduced say. me to those bands, and you're right. Like I don't think I knew that Simon and Garfunkel song even before that yeah. movie came out. Garth That's State what I love too. 2004 American. Romance Whoa! Romance. I didn't know that was that ever, that that recent. Ever deny the cool breeze? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, the one the the thing I will say this is I think in a lot of people's minds. I don't mind the movie, but when that came out, it was like it, it was the indie movie. It yes. was that yeah. ran out. Yes. That ran out. But yeah. what, why does it hold on? Because of the soundtrack. Great I think the yeah, soundtrack yeah, yeah. is what saves keeps, that keeps movie. Yeah, Here's yeah. another thing that you're going to see. I got to give it another. I got to give it another run. It's yeah, it's while. fun. It's it's fine. Like leaving this place with homework. There's yeah. so much shit. I know. I got to catch yeah. back up on. Let's give you a thesis. Um, <laughs> a lot of the ones on my list too is comes from an era and speak. I was doing this the other day when I. Because I loved Jojo Rabbit's soundtrack was really great too, and I'll talk about about more of that with one of my choices. Is that I used to physically buy um, movie soundtracks. I'd go get the CD, so did I. and yeah. I loved, loved that. It. it was such a great way. And then from there, it was a great way to get like a wide oh, array of songs. I'm gonna find this Kinks song, and then I'd I'd love the whole Kinks album that this song was on. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a great little vehicle. It was just like you know, you got a playlist. It was like a journey, of course. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that kind of. 
stopped around that era because then we all had digital music players and you didn't really have to buy compilations like that anymore. Yeah, yeah you could pick so, and choose. Um, I'll go for another well, late one in my list. I don't have anything. I just have like uh, uh, ones that I know are my my concrete ones, no, right, and right. ones that I know that I I that I I like for different reasons. Uh, Buffalo sixty six, interesting, great I don't soundtrack. Think I know what's on it at all? King Crimson, King Crimson's on okay. it, yes, and it also has some score, some Vincent Gallo scoring that is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Sometimes that original music by the guy who made the movie isn't so great, sure. but okay. it actually is. Pretty, it fits with the movie really well. Cool, cool. Uh, check it out. And the 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 I think it's the King Crimson song. Wait, no, yeah, or no, it might be the yeah, the yes song that's on it. Uh huh. Fits perfectly with the scene that it's in. King Crimson's a heavy band in all like it, it's prog so, rock, right? They sound like math. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if math, math had a soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh my god, this is a division problem. We're listening to right now. Yeah, uh, they but, did a bunch of stuff for Mandy last year, which we loved. They, yes. I think they scored a lot of that. Yeah. movie, if not the entire thing. Yeah, they're Trippy great stuff. They're also a band I didn't really know about, and then I knew about them from this movie that came out. That was probably before. That was definitely before Garden State, right? Uh, Maybe well, that was like ninety nine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it might have been right around the same time. Uh, maybe a little earlier because the whole you know, Chloe Sveni gave. Vincent Gallo, the real blowjob. That was like yeah. that big deal. Well, this that- <laughs> it's so funny because we went to go see a really quick story about that. Yeah, that was in Brown Bunny. That wasn't in Oh, the Brown Bunny. You're right, you're right, you're right. But that was a few years later. But that's later. also Vincent Gallo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vincent Gallo is like this just this auteur. Like this just yeah, this yeah, yeah. weird artist guy lived in New York. I had a story. Somebody told me a story once about him. He used to collect old vintage radio parts and set up like like 1930s radio studios in his house. What? Like so he had all this all these tubes, all these yeah. speakers, all these so that apparently whoever I talked to, I think it was a comic, they were like their dad used to work in radio and had a bunch of this equipment. And then one day Vincent Gallo like called them up and then showed up and he's like, "Okay, one day I'm going to come back with a van and I'm going to buy all this all stuff. This. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy it off your hands." And they're like, "All right, whatever." 6 months later, they're all just hanging out at the house. He shows up with a with a giant van and buys it for them for like thousands of dollars. <laughs> Jesus. Something crazy like that. But the other story is, it's really funny. 98, by the way. 98. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Blaine Perry is a comic that I know. And we went to go see Zodiac. And I don't know if you guys, Zodiac is one of the, we've talked about it on the podcast. I love it. Love, I fucking love, love, love it. Love, love, love. And Chloe Savini's in Zodiac <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal. It's not Brown Bunny where she gave the blowjob. Right, obviously. my bad. Uh, I mean, it is, Brown Bunny is when she did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So we're watching the movie and there's a really intense fight scene in Zodiac between the couple, Jake Gyllenhaal and Chloe Savini. And my friend Blaine Perry leans over and he goes, is this the part where she sucks his dick? <laughs> <laughs> And I, we were in the, uh, 18th and Broadway movie theater. I left so, I was laughing so hard I had to leave the, uh, it was perfect timing. It was such perfect timing. And uh, I lost it. But, um, yeah, that's Brown Bunny. Buffalo 66 is Christina Ricci and him. Right, I remember that. And it's based off the Miss Kick, like the, the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl, yes. like Miss uh, Kick. And, uh, like, Vincent Gallo goes to jail for Scott a guy. Cause he can't, yeah, because he can't, he can't pay back. He lost a bunch of money on this thing. He can't pay it back. So he goes to jail for this guy. When he gets out, he wants to go kill Scott Norwood. Look at the the Eagles fans. What? All right, stop commenting as I'm talking. I've heard of you. And he goes to the strip club to try to to go and maybe kill. And there's a whole big thing, and he meets 
Christina Ricci, like he actually kidnaps her. It's a whole big thing. It's a weird movie, but it's shot in this certain type of film. Really cool looking, like I think it was some Kodak film that, that was like they were trying out on indie movies back yeah. then. But the soundtrack goes hand in hand with the movie. Very That's cool. my my right. opinion is I actually, what goes hand in hand with the movie? I haven't watched that movie in a long time. That was actually a movie I got from Netflix when Netflix sent movies out. Oh, was it? Yeah, wow. as a, as a, with the bygone era. Wow. Um, remember those olden days? About that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember so. thinking, like, I remember my, my brother-in-law had Netflix. Like, was one of the, when they would send it out. I'm like, this guy is so cutting edge. He's you know, rich. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they're sending him movies. This is crazy. Like, this guy's getting movies on the internet. I'm like a schlub going to Blockbuster. This guy's getting yeah. movies sent to him. I thought he was so cool. Did you ever hear that? I didn't know this. Somebody told me the net the Netflix story is that they were always it was always going to be them streaming. Because yeah. didn't you think like they had the DVD idea and then they realized they could do it online? That always. was never the case. Yeah. It was always going to be streaming. Yeah. That's why it's called Netflix. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I thought it was called Netflix because you ordered them over Online, the internet. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I think yeah. that was just the introduction of like, we can get these people. Yeah, it's it it brilliant. To catch Talk up. about yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's right, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next one is Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Which oh great soundtrack great soundtrack it's primarily all David Bowie David Bowie is one of my favorite favorite artists of all and time it's a, and it's Sue George yeah I hope I'm saying that right he's a Brazilian guy and he I call him the Sue Jorge but that's okay Sue Jorge uh, he does them all in Portuguese and it's just and just acoustic and it's such a nice part of the movie he'll just be sitting on the boat playing an acoustic song it's just uh, yeah fucking. Five Years, Queen Bitch, Rock and Roll Suicide, just classic Bowie song, Life on Mars, which is my favorite Bowie song of all time. And uh, I thought it was a cool technique to have him be a part of the movie as a cast member and part of the crew, but also kind of soundtrack the movie. Mm -hmm. So, and, and then the Bowie song is pushed over the side. That's why I just love it. It's really cool. It's yeah. like uh, another great soundtrack, but I want to mention, besides Sue George, such a great last scene. Like the the Wes Anderson does slow mo for every last scene yes. that he does. Is it? And I think it's Queen Bitch. Not Queen Bitch. What is the one? It's a it's a it's the actual Bowie version. Oh okay. And he, I and think he it's Life the, on Mars. And he puts the kid and on his shoulders. Remember he's on the stairs and he's all depressed. And he I puts know, the kid, but yeah, I can't he puts the kid on his shoulders. Is that Life on Mars? Rock and Roll Suicide. Rock and Roll Suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but it's such a that's talk about it. It's so perfect. And they sneak uh, Search and Destroy in there by the Stooges. Which is oh like, yeah which yeah I yeah, just love and they sneak like a Devo or like a Kraftwerk song yeah, when he has the helmet solely on. Solely the Bowie's, the, yeah yeah right right yeah yeah. And that the, one took me a few watches, and then I was like, I love it so much. <laughs> I didn't love it right out of the gate. Oh, I don't. I don't. On the second or third, I was like, this is fantastic. Also, oh my god, another great. It, just emotional scenes with perfect songs with them. The Sigur Ross when they see the shark. Yeah, Sigur Ross. That's one of my favorite things. I watch that clip I love on that YouTube scene so much. If I want to make myself sad. Why would I you do that? that. I, I That's understand. the craziest sentence I've I ever get heard that in my a life. Lot. I love that. You never had, like, I want to make myself sad. An, yeah. an Irish guy who doesn't know how to process emotion. <laughs> Listen, once a month when I need to be sane. <laughs> That's, That's such a, I love that Murray line. He goes, he's, yeah, he goes, he's you pretty think good. He, no, and he goes, you think he remembers me? Yeah, but he. You think he remembers me? The shark. It's fucking great. It's so it's good. Like, it's like it's a guy's so version of like a thing to cry at. I think I've cried. Well, maybe I haven't cried, but I've gotten pretty upset watching. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I have. I takes me. And he goes, I don't, he goes. I don't he really does. Go I'm a quick crier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah not, he's I'm, a big. I'm, he's I got a big... tear trigger finger too for crying. Yeah, I can go. Really? Yeah. On movies and TV shows and commercials and stuff. Oh, I'll catch yeah. myself. I mean, not commercials. Uh, oh, but up, I, upworthy videos yeah, from the either. internet. 
a duck meeting a platypus, a duck meeting a beaver and making yeah, friends. Yeah. Say Upworthy web content. Yeah, the the website Upworthy. They always all the videos. There's a Family yeah, yeah. Guy, Brian. He's he's taking a cab back from a seminar and he's just forcing the conversation. The cab driver doesn't say anything, and Brian just looks and goes. Did you say Upworthy web content? That's just, right. That's right. just to get it going. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a go-to. I have a couple things to go to. But wow. that shark scene makes me Yeah, me too. Makes me yeah, cry. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I love it. So subtle. Um, and uh, But as far as Life of Quality goes, the movie, uh, once again, you, you, it's such, you're nailing it because it's – a movie that the soundtrack makes the movie better. Like, totally. I think that, you know, the story is, it's cool. Then it's a Wes Anderson, like, you know, his little world with the outfits and the, you know, him and his, his Wes Anderson bullshit. No, I'm kidding. But, like, because I, I love Wes Anderson. Um, come up on my list again. Oh, me too. I know what you're going to say. You want to just say it now? Well, um, I'll say it at the same time. I'll well, count down. One. You know what it is, right? Okay. Well, the next movie? I have one. I don't know. You have two more I of have his? one more of his. Oh, actually, no, I, have two, I have two more of his. I have two more of his. Uh-oh. Uh, you want to say the one we're thinking right now? Um, you want to try to say that? One, one two, two, three. three. Rushmore. No. Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah you didn't say anything. You fucking... That's I was why gonna I was going to say Tenenbaum. So you could... You, oh, you got right? distracted by count. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. He's like, what comes after one? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Were you going to say Tenenbaums? I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I was yeah. waiting for you to. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah. Bud Court, also great. Uh, Harold from Harold and Maude. Is I know, yeah. That's, he pulled like, he pulled like Tarantino on that, bringing back like yeah, yeah, 70 yeah. stars. Um, well, with... Yeah, we could do Rushmore because it was next on my list, actually, anyway. Rushmore, another one. Uh, when I talk about all-time badass scenes when the song matches the, 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 so great. the movie, the bees, when he drops off the bees in the hotel room, I love and he's walking out of the elevator, and a quick one uh, while he's away, starts playing, bang, bang, and he, and he, and he takes the gum and sticks it on the elevator. <laughs> and just, he's walking like, and it's, he's like the nerdiest kid, but he's just walking like a badass yeah, out yeah, of that yeah, restaurant. The this, hotel. Has, this also has maybe my favorite, as we mentioned earlier, Wes Anderson's slow motion clothes with the faces, ooh la la. And he just goes, Ruben? And he just kind of points at <laughs> yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like he does like a little and then the like a finger wiggle. Acoustic guitar hits a ding, ding. And then, you know, Rod Stewart. And it's just a. That introduced me to that song back in like 98. And then. Um, what else it has? It has uh, Here Comes My Baby, Cat Stevens, Oh Yoko. It has The Wind you know, by Cat Stevens. And he has all that great. British invasion pop, yeah. like that Wes Anderson uses so perfectly. Yeah, but and yeah, man, it's he, he, he. That's a guy who you, I think, will write a scene because he has the song that he wants to use. So he goes, "How can I get how this song he, yeah. into the movie? I'll write a scene around the song rather than go writing the whole movie and shooting it and then scoring it." You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, wow, maybe. Well, Which yeah. I think was some probably a way I would do it too because I love song so much I go I gotta use this in something I'll tell you man really if, if you have the job of like picking the soundtracks like I guess the job is music supervisor I feel like that's yeah, the music coordinator supervisor and you know who like his that. Wes Anderson I don't know about now but on those movies it was what's his name Mark Mothersbaugh yeah, Mother, yeah, Mothersbaugh. yeah Devo Devo guy yep. and he's the one who picked all those songs for those uh, movies uh, uh, oh, Bruce uh, St. Vincent by uh, uh, Yves Montand that's a great he's got that French oh, little yeah. number that he puts on when he, when he sneaks in to yeah. the window and he then he pretends to get hit by the bike he just pulls out the cassette and puts and he pretends <laughs> to, to set the mood he just pretends to get hit by a car on his yeah. bike and then he cr- climbs in the window and then he has all blood on him and, he's, <laughs> and he sets yeah he sets like the record he brings like a record <laughs> that's a great movie <laughs> it's a great movie are you kidding me that would be but also it would still be a great movie without the soundtrack but the soundtrack agreed Ooh, baby do you, guys other- have a, do you guys have a movie where you think the soundtrack ruins it i was thinking about this and i'm sure if i gave it more thought i could come up with something but i was so excited to write down all the ones i loved yeah. that i kind of didn't 
Oh, that's a good question. Through. I didn't even think of that. A soundtrack ruining the movie. I'll think about it for next week. Maybe not ruining will, it, but being I'll like, think about ugh, it. you know. A little heavy handed, like, shoving it down your throat a little bit. Probably like SLC Punk, like that movie. Yeah, I hate that movie. We did it a long time ago on the podcast before. I think before right. Andy was here. I would and Ian Fidance defended SLC Punk, and I'm like, this is the corniest punk movie sure. I've ever seen. But yeah, there are a lot of movies like that where they pick songs from the era to prove it's the movies from that era. You're like, all right, yes, yeah, we, we understand. We get it. It's so heavy-handed. Right, it's right, so very like, heavy-handed. stop shoving it down my fucking throat, I get it. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch like that. I think a lot of mob movies will do that sometimes. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, hey, look, we're in the 50s now. Hey, we're here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There has been movies where I'm like, Jesus, with these songs. Yeah, but they don't, that's why you know it's a talent because sometimes they'll throw these, the the, uh, the 1960s soul songs in sure. things and you're like, that doesn't fit. Sure. Why? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Uh, but I will say we can go to the next one. Give us another one. Tenant bombs. Tenant bombs. Same thing. That would have been number one on my list. That's number one on your yeah, list. Number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one, one. Why well, have a one and one a? Because I love them so much. With the ones I'll withhold. What are you betting horses once again? <laughs> but um, yeah. It's what? What are you gonna say? It's almost. Just go listen to it. It's, it's perfect. It's the same reasons. It's like, and it's also has some great versions on it. It has that. There's a rolling. Uh, the Beatles. Uh, hey Jude. Yep. Hey instrumental Jude that intro. you can't find anywhere. It's really? just. On, it's on. It's on the soundtrack. I bought this. I had this CD. I you had the CD too, Andy. Okay. It's one eleven. It's called one eleven Archer. I don't think it was on the soundtrack. I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because you I can't get. You, it's called one eleven Archer. You can't get Beatles intro. songs, okay, Andy? It's very hard to get Beatles songs. Not if you license them. <laughs> Why are you fucking? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. Uh, but speaking, there's another great slow motion when Gwyneth Paltrow gets off the bus. Oh, perfect. To the Nico by these days by Nico. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, uh, you fall in love. You I go, think what we're starting to realize is that slow mo and songs in Wes Anderson movies are, are he picks the perfect song. Perfect. Um, I know you asshole. My favorite little Dylan tune, Wigwam. Na, 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 na. Ba- ba- what I mentioned ba, na, before. Na, 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 na. Pat Carroll Billy the Kid soundtrack. Did I say that already? I don't think no. so. Oh, when you mentioned before about Sue George being in, in uh, Life Aquatic, Bob Dylan is in Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, the Western, and he wrote the soundtrack to it. It's an amazing... And I think Wigwam is from that soundtrack. Okay, I love Wigwam. I've, that's a song I wrote down. I was like... I had an idea for a movie I was writing where that would be like the opening scene and it'd be like a pan, and I just... It's... Yeah, that's why I love doing this. Uh, why listen? Go online and listen to the soundtrack for Pat Garrett, okay. Billy the Kid. It's a great movie too. It's got um, uh, Chris Christopherson playing Billy the Kid, mm-hmm. and uh, not Jack Palance, um, James, whatever his name is. Oh, he's Garner, bad. No, no, no. I forget his name. But he's, he plays uh, Pat Garrett. And he died a long time ago. Uh-huh. I forget his name. But, but another this uh, a lot of. The Tenenbaums is one of those movies, obviously, would stand on its own, but the soundtrack makes it so much better, much more better. Like, because some of the songs really drive the scenes, like uh, "Needle in the Hay," the Elliott Smith song when he's yeah, when, when he's about to Richie's commit suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to a, for a guy who, ironically, killed himself. Mm-hmm. Elliot yeah. Smith. How many people thought in the chest? Is that how he did it? Yeah, Yikes. dude, he was the real deal. He really was. Sometimes you wonder about guys who write music like that, and you're like, you're just trying to get girls. But then when you actually kill yourself, you're like, Yikes. I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> you actually killed yourself. Yikes. Walk the walk. Great soundtrack, though. Stephanie says is in there. Velvet Underground. Junior yeah. Pop Ramones. You got it all. Yeah. I, you know what? I think we've come to a culmination, folks. Uh, Ten and Bombs is my number one, but I, yeah. I have another one I'll mention. But I, it sure. doesn't beat Ten and Bombs. Regarding Ten and Bombs, where does it fall in your favorite movie? Are you? Do you think you're biased? Oh. Is it cloud? I'm not saying it's not. But are you? 
It's in my. It's, it's definitely in my, my top, top twenty. It's in my top ten. Top it 10, might top be 10. in my top okay. ten. Okay. Oh, I will. Yeah. Well, I would just want to. What about see you? It. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it in years, but it's a it's a great rewatch. It, yeah. You can put it on at any point. It's just with yeah, it's me great. and Sean. It's... You'll do the line. You know, it's just like, but I'm gonna live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because dad, you're never sick. Yeah. But I'm gonna live. And at the end, when he sees that, which was the end, when he sees Wilson out the window, and he goes, "Hey, I know you, asshole," and he just like puts his hand out. He just like he just has his palm up like hey yeah. So. Uh, the other one really great soundtrack, <laughs> and it has some Bob Dylan on it, and it's also makes the movie for him. That doesn't make the movie. I mean, I love the movie regardless. Big Lebowski, of course. Is it on your list? It's not on my list, but another soundtrack that I owned at the time. The, oh, I, that's where I found out about Man and Me. Man and the Me Man is and me. great oh, like, Dylan tune. Not like your typical Dylan tune either. It's kind of a little more upbeat. It's yeah, maybe even electric. Um, yeah, but yeah, great opening song, and uh, I used to make playlists or you know, mixtapes for girls and guys. That was a very popular number one song on a mixtape. Sure. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought that was like, always a great kickoff. He's like, which I, is, he's like, hey, Lisa, I'd like you to see the, the man in me. <laughs> Maybe so you can see the man in me. Fury boy, so deep. Yeah, <laughs> letting somebody he's else like, poetry. The girl, the girl is like, Andy won't stop giving me tapes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a cassette player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like Andy, it's 2001. Yeah, I love Lebowski's soundtrack. Um, I'm trying to think what else is that is on there. Because I, that's, I think, the reason I left it on. I was like, I don't remember a ton other than The Man and Me, which is maybe why it didn't make my... My list, but yeah, when you do soundtracks, I, there's other ones I remember, like 200 cigarettes. Credence, obviously. What? Credence, obviously. Oh, on oh, you mean yeah, on, on Lebowski. Uh, Lebowski has, uh, yeah, they and they also have Eagles. that great. It's a great Kenny Rogers song before he was Kenny, just Kenny Rogers when he's with a band. I forget the name of the band. Really? I just dropped in to see what. Yeah, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition. Yeah, was yeah. In. And it's awesome song. If you heard it, you would know the yeah, song. That's the whole dream sequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just dropped in to see my what condition. Your memory my on condition this was in. Hey, well, this is what we do. Hey, I know, but I'm just hey, like I'm like in awe. It's yeah, but that it fits that movie so well. And then they had what else? They they put the Credence in there because they're part of the movie. Yeah, the Eagles version. Uh, There's a version of the Hotel Eagle, yeah. California, the whole yeah. Spanish, which yeah. is great. Oh, yeah, great yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that better than the actual Eagles. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, but, it's so funny. Just not the fucking Eagles, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we didn't find the. Wait a second, we didn't find the briefcase or the Credence. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, we got a team working on it. They're in shifts. Leads, <laughs> they are leads, leads. They're working in shifts. They're working in shifts. <laughs> Uh, but Lebowski is so good. I, There's a bunch of movies that have great. I'm trying to think of like some more recent ones that have great soundtracks. Well, here's the thing too about Lebowski and the Coen Brothers at large is I was talking to Jacob with it earlier. They have such good. Sc- I would have put more Coens on here, but their scoring is so phenomenal. Like the actual orchestral, the soundtrack. They, oh, they for- score. I think it's. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. This guy they work with a lot, but. Um, not Randall Poster. That's, no, the, no, that's the other guy. That's somebody somebody call in. Um, the Fargo, the Raising Arizona. I mean, just they know how yeah. to match. Their, they yeah. know exactly what they want yeah, and how yeah, to get yeah. it sounding and looking. I mean, they're just geniuses. That's all Another good one, but it's, this would be down on my list, would be Goodfellas. 
Goodfellas is Goodfellas. in my honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, but, you, but here's the thing. What Goodfellas did, remember before we were talking about how some movies just have time period songs in them just to be like, hey, right. we're in this time sure. period? Goodfellas is the one that got it right. Yeah. The like, Goodfellas fact, is it, the one that got it right. It's kind of seamless when it happens. It's not like too heavy-handed. or yes. You're not like, you don't hear the music. It's just like. It accompanies the scene. You know yeah, what I mean? Because, he, well, that's true because he will use, like, Monkey Man from Stones, he uses for, like, 10 seconds as Henry's, like, pulling out. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Like, he'll use a clip of a song just to get a 30 second scene right and he'll pay for the rights of the song yeah. just for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Scorsese's great. I love Scorsese's use of, like, classic rock. Stones is big oh, on. That's great. But, and then but also, time more, period like, wise, he's doing kind of stuff. Yeah. And Heart and Soul kind of stuff. And then even a great. Example of why Scorsese is a genius is because he uses like Donovan. He uses Atlantis from Donovan. Oh my when god! They're, when they're like, killing the guy, Billy Bats. Yeah, Billy oh, Bats. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. such a beautiful match. And then he uses Sid Vicious singing "My Way" at the end of yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. that's a perfect, yeah. perfect thing to do there because it's like it's time period. It's like the, the years he would have been there when he's in the like it, that that chronological soundtrack. It was perfect because yeah, everything kind right. of fit. But you're right; it wasn't like he just played the song over somebody walking down the street. You're, that the, the May 11th, 1980 yeah, yeah. sequence is so great. There's so many good. There's songs I didn't even realize till years down the road oh, that were in that yeah. sequence. Because yep. you just think it's a sound, you know? Oh, like because yeah. it's not. It's not supposed to be at the forefront of yeah. the thing. It's supposed to. You know, it's and supposed to really supplement the scene. He's know? really good at conveying uh, chaos with that and yeah, that scene oh, and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then even when they're going, everything with. Um, Sorry, I got blood on your floor. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> that's, great. What that's what Tommy's concerned oh, about. Yeah, so and he's just, he's just staring at him. Sorry. And, he, and they, he, oh my God, what a great <laughs> fucking movie that is. That was in my honorable mentions, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say, like, not so, I feel like we're so anticlimactic, but Tenenbaums is definitely um, my number one. Def, yeah, def, it was def, my number bombs. two. I have two more that I, I had behind it. And speaking of the ultimate movie slash music film, High Fidelity. Oh my god! Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my god! Which yeah. has maybe, but it's not. It, Tenenbaums beats it for me, but it's it such a good soundtrack. I here's the thing. I feel like what a tough job it must have been to have been the music supervisor on High, on High Fidelity. Because how do you narrow it down? And I believe also the only movie Bruce Springsteen has ever appeared in. In, in, in as himself, um, yeah. But it's it, it, yeah, it introduced me. me to a bunch of songs. Another one I owned the soundtrack in college has maybe my favorite song of all time, which is "Oh Sweet Nothing" by the Velvet Underground. It's maybe my favorite song ever. Really? It's got, yeah. It's uh, it's got um, uh, most of the time. It's another great Bob Dylan song, which is just like that it's poetry. A great song. But yeah. this is it. This movie speaks to me so much because it's it's literally about a guy who owns a record store who makes playlists for girls. Yeah, it's like and the perfect go through music the rules. Movie. Yeah, he's telling you the rules. And our uh, they just made a film, um, uh, a short series on uh, about high fidelity. Yeah, and that's oh, what everybody right. Justin Silver's in. And it's with Lisa Bonet's daughter. Lisa Bonet's in the original. Yeah, I forgot about. I'm that. wondering exactly. is her really character supposed to be that character's daughter? I don't think so because I've started watching it a little bit. She's named Rob. It's takes place in New York. It's oh, 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 oh they, okay, it's yeah. very. There's things right out of. Oh, the movie. so same character name though. Same character movie. They they also take lines verbatim where I've I know they're coming. Yeah, before yeah, they even yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's made they me really they're take a lot from the, the film. The show has made me realize how good the movie is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even, I haven't seen the Maybe show. even a better book. It just came out like yeah, this yeah, week yeah. on Hulu. Uh, the book is great, too. That's a book I've read like three or four times. She's so gorgeous, though. 
Zoe uh, oh, Kravitz. Yeah. So is uh, Lisa Bonet. And yeah. It's really – so, yeah, that one. Um, Dry the Rain. Never knew that song by the beta band. Now, everybody got introduced to that song. Like, you had to be like a fucking – like a real music yeah. head for that And song. that's a cool – he just goes in there. It's like a – Busy Saturday in the record shop. He goes, "I will now sell. I will now sell five copies of Beta Band." Watch yeah, this. and he puts on Dry the Rain. Everybody, and the one guy's looking. He goes, "Yeah, this is good." This is the one scene I don't like when Rob's like, "I know." You're like, "All right, fucking music snob. You got that part right." <laughs> um, but it's also a thing where it's kind of sad when you're watching it because you're like, "That doesn't happen anymore. That sucks." Yeah, that's like kind of a done thing. But that's also sure. got some still great, record stores, but yeah. yeah, Barry White, some great Stevie Wonder. It's really. Great soundtrack. Oh. They could have that could have been a four hour you know soundtrack of all the pop songs. Absolutely. You know what else has good songs in it? And it's just a random honorable mention is Vanilla Sky. Ooh, okay. I thought you were going to say it's another got one. a great Radiohead, uh, um, a Radiohead song in huh. it. It's it's it's. I've only seen it's it got once. a great ending song when the Beach Boys one when he's freaking out and then they find out if you finally get revealed what's going on. Yeah. Uh, good vibrations starts playing, but yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah. but it, like it ch- it changes the vibe of Good Vibrations. <laughs> yeah. It makes it way <laughs> creepier in the movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have a few more. Oh, gee, of course you do. It's fucking kids. If I don't live here with a fucking well, I mean, mixtape, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I would, dude, I will make you. I would, is, honestly, it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, Pulp Fiction. Obviously. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. am I forgetting all these? Miserly Pulp Fiction would be in my top five. It's yeah, gotta be. it's got to be. I mean, top to bottom, strong soundtrack. Diverse soundtrack. Yes. It's got like great surf rock. It's got great doo-wop. It's got like Chuck Berry. Uh, would you say it changed the face of movie soundtracks? I think... But, I don't but, want to say change it. It's 94. Or what was it, 95? It was, yeah, yeah. 94. But I think it's, Scorsese kind of was doing this. Yeah, that's, yeah it's but like, not like It's a diverse that. soundtrack where it's got different genres of music. But it these songs drive a lot of the plot of Pulp Fiction more so than I think like what Goodfellas yeah. would do. Well, you think about like, how good- you have the twist scene that the Chuck Berry. Then you have uh, like the heroin scene. He delves into. It's got the trippy surf rock music. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Well, um, there's a lot of Dick Dale, and then in the beginning is that yeah, yeah. Miserlou. I mean, is is, is, is like Miserlou. Like it made Miserlou famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a preacher man be, probably had a, a reemergence after that. Absolutely. Just, you know? I mean, girl, you'll be a woman soon. Girl, you'll be a, had a resurgence. Totally. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Urge Overkill. That song. That great fucking when she's. Dancing in the beginning, um, yeah. Isn't that the? Is that girl you'll be a woman soon? No, I thought that was Neil. Isn't that Neil Diamond? Yeah, but it might have been a cover. Oh, a cover. Uh, or, it or might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that one would have been my number two, right behind Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tees. Even the the, the the surf rock thing is great when she's on Jungle Boogie. Who, Whose motorcycle is this? It's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper, baby. <laughs> Whose chopper is this? It says. Who is Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Zed's, and then that's a perfect. Uh, meshing of music because they just they start going and that bum 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 which uh, bum, bum, bum. is actually the very first thing you hear in the movie is the chopper pulling out. If you start Pulp Fiction over again, the very first thing you hear is a <laughs> you mark my words. No, really, guarantee it. Guarantee it. But what? Because if if in the actual timeline of all those things events, sure. that would be the that was what happened. Oh, okay. is that the very what? first thing you hear is his cho- is the chopper pulling out? Whoa, that's interesting. I never yeah, knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Blew my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I found saying... out on like a forty things you didn't know about Pulp Fiction. Wait, <laughs> the, the chopper pulling out is not the first thing that it's happened. The first thing you hear in the movie, right? First thing you hear in the movie when but... it's got like the Pulp Fiction definition comes on the screen, so and then the... it cuts into 
Everybody freeze. So the diner is right after the chopper pulling away? Yes. That's why they have the chopper pulling away. Because basically, I don't know. Basically no, like I don't know because that wouldn't make sense because yeah. because uh, Butch kills. Right. Uh, it kills Vincent Vega. Yeah, Vincent Vega. I just know that that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> not, Maybe it's just like a it might, foreshadowing yeah, 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 or something. Yeah, something like that. Oh, that's fucking. I have to check that out. I gotta yeah. check it out. Uh, but then I'll just run through. I feel some... like I feel like he just went to a drive-in to watch it, and there's a motorcycle next to him, and it went off. Yeah, could have I've been, never yeah. been to a drive-in. I, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I, don't I would know. love it was to. A, it was a really bad joke. You guys should really be <laughs> pouncing on me right now for saying that. Is this some... mic on? <laughs> Before we wrap up, some interesting honorable mentions that I uh, juice. Just because. Yeah. Eric and Rakim. Great. Yeah, Maybe juice. more one song, sure. but like. Um, Almost famous, you got to kind of oh, throw yeah. in. Oh, there. that's the other that one was, I had. That was in my yeah. head when you when you said soundtrack. Uh, uh, almost famous would be in my top five. Uh, absolutely, Days and Confused. Days and Confused is a great well. one. All classic rock. Um, we mentioned Goodfellas, Boogie Nights. Fun little soundtrack. Yeah, it's it, those more serve the scenes than it would be like a good listen on a soundtrack. My buddy bought it in college, and you do kind of like, yeah, I'm listening to Spill the Wine without watching. Yeah, but I listen to it a lot. I bought the yeah, soundtracks, yeah. and I would listen to it a lot. Um, yeah. Train Spotting is another one I thought of. That's another one. That's a great one. Great one, and that one's like, uh, yeah, that that one. All these things introduce you to like all these new bands. So much, and then I just my favorite song, my favorite movie song that was mm. written for the movie is Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed, Smoking the Bandit. Uh, That's wait. my favorite movie song. Eastbound and down. Really? I mean, song written for a movie, you mean? Yeah, it's my favorite song. song. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> From a movie that was written for the movie. Jerry Reed scored it, performed that whole song, and it's such a great I'll song. I'll tell you what mine like, is. I will listen to that song on its own. Just, It's great. It's so good. It's my, got a great guitar banjo solo. I'll it's tell you really what my, my favorite one written for a movie is The Wrestler. The Wrestler wow. might be one of the best original songs for a movie. Oh, I can't recall it off the top of my head. The wrestler. Oh, oh, that did it. The wrestler. <laughs> the wrestler. <laughs> Angel, you know the wrestler. <laughs> Come on, it's the wrestler. I'll have to go listen to I, it. When, uh, I just pulled up, uh, I was like, in the two minutes of prep I had for this, I, I just Googled like best soundtracks. And one that did pop up that I didn't think about that is corny would be Lose Yourself. With by Eminem. Sure, oh, sure. yeah. Mean, that's, Lose that's one of the most popular uh, yeah, ones yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I didn't even think about I forget that that was even from the movie. Wait, hold on. Oh, you don't have your headphones on. Can I can you hear, hear it. Can... This is the wrestler. Who? Who's the band? Who did it? Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Yeah, I baby. Had no idea. Did you watch the wrestler? Yes, yeah, on the theater. I'll wait for it to kick in so you get an idea of the band. It's such a good song. And he did Streets of Philadelphia too. That's a Jump good song too. That's a great song. Yeah. Hold on one second. A long fucking intro. It is a long intro. Springsteen. There we go. I did not know he did this. Feel the vibe, Andrew. Here we go. He's going to kick in. Trick pony. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember this now. I'm hearing oh, yeah. a one-trick pony right now. Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. This guy. The guy who should love Bruce Springsteen. Wow, yeah. I hate him. I hate him too. You hate him too. I don't hate, hate him. I don't hate him. I don't hate. He doesn't just the, doesn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You guys are out of your mind. Yeah. I'm not. Ha- That's what everybody's a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Can't like him. To the, Dude, I don't. I don't go to that many concerts. Best live thing I've ever seen. 
Sure. Yeah, maybe go to more life. concerts and you see better live shit. I only go if I like really like the band. <laughs> and then I went to a Goldfinger concert once because that's where we are very opposite. I, I love go to I a lot of live music. My, yeah, I have a buddy, my I, friend I, Sean McGinley goes to he'll go to anything, yeah. any event, I, uh, anything. I got to Know a little bit about it, but yeah, yeah. I'll still go. But uh, fun week, man. I love that topic. That was really fun for me. Man, Your I'm, face lit up the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you're like a little boy like, on Christmas. Yeah, I'm a big. Yeah, just such a big. Those are my literally two favorites. Yeah. You know. And I've always – my girlfriend in college was the one who put that idea in my head. She was like, I think I would be a good person to, like, pick the songs for movies. I was like, oh, fuck you. You're <laughs> – <laughs> I would be so much better than that. Be. And ever since then, I was I like – I think – I really do think I'd be good at that. I really believe it. I think you'd be good at it too, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Kevin? No. I no. mean, I know. I, I th- it's one of those things where it's like you – like, I see somebody, you know, fucking playing a solo on a guitar, and I go, I couldn't do that. I go, I, that's great. But I go, I know I don't have the – my brain doesn't work that way. Right. But I do think in scenes sometimes if I'm driving and a song comes on, I'm like, oh, this would be – this is capturing at least the mood I'm having now. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I couldn't do that for anybody else, you know. I've had my headphones in and been like – I'm in a movie. Oh, dude! That, anytime Absolutely. I'm walking through the city, I'm, I'm in a. It's a scene, at least f- in my head. When I first moved here in 2003, not even, but even before then, when I was commuting, uh, I had a, my disc. I still had my disc man, and it was the first time I had walked in the city as an adult uh-huh. with uh, music. Yeah. And the first you you used to it now because it's all you do. But at the time, I was like, it was. Scoring my the movie sure. of my life. Yeah, sure. I remember yeah. just being like, like I was listening to like a lot of like Fela Kuti, like just big Afro punk mm-hmm. horn stuff. I was just like bopping through the city. Yeah, and yeah, now it's, it's all I do. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. Kevin yeah, Ryan, thanks. everybody. Can you plug anything? At Kevin Ryan, uh, at Kevin Ryan Comedy on all social media. And check out my new podcast, Are You Garbage? Are yeah, You Garbage? It's a great name. Can't wait. Thank I feel you. like you're going to get a lot of listeners just, just based off the name. I'm like, I got to listen to my <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of the plan. Let's hope. Uh, Andrew Fiore. Where Today, are you going to be at? Uh, you, in the next coming weeks, I will be at uh, the Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs, March 13th and 14th, Woo. which I believe you'll be this week. I will be there this weekend, yes. So come uh, out and say hi. You, you get a double dose. We get a couple weeks grace period between back, me and Sean. Come back, back to back weeks. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing to do up there. The racetrack's not open yet. And then March 19th, I'm headlining the Comedy Cellar, the Fat Black Pussycat, doing a longer set. Very and, uh, nice. Maybe I'll, I'll have some, I always have some of my friends on the show with me. So Yes. And uh, I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. And check me out. I'll be at the Comedy Works at, in Saratoga tonight when you're listening to this and tomorrow night. So come out for a show. It's an awesome Awesome club. It's a great room for comedy. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun this weekend. So please come check it out. And you can check me out on SeanDonnellyComedy.com. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Listen, do us a favor. We, we know we've been back and forth, back and forth, but we really appreciate you still listening. Write us an email, DefendYourMovie at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. That's at DefendYourMovie. Also, rate and review the podcast. We Please. need. We had to get some movement on it. We're, we're really trying to figure out the fate of the podcast. We're trying to figure out where it's going to go. We're trying to figure out a lot of things. So if you, anybody has any ideas, let us know. If, if what you like, Tell us what you like about the show. Uh, review. Tell your friends about it. It, uh, uh, share tag us on Instagram. We'll share the tag and tweet at us some matchups you'd like to see. I know we haven't done it like a traditional matchup, but you guys yes. are always a great source of matchups, and we'll get to them. We read them all. So uh, and tweet next at week, it. next show, we'll, we promise will be a traditional matchup because we have to get back to it. Yes. Until uh, then. Until then, Dutchie. <laughs> cool breeze. You know it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, defenders. We'll see you next time. Bye.